Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. This is episode 385. How these numbers are sounding to you? 385. So, sounds really good to me. Um, it's crazy because if I just look at the 85, that's like to me a lot of podcasts. You know, I appreciate everyone who's who's been tuning in. I know that I say this a lot, but um, I really mean it. Um, means a lot to me. There's a lot of stuff that I wanna um, that I would like to talk about as as, as we continue on. You know, stories and uh, the the you know a lot of us live a very interesting life. You know, sometimes we'll look at our own lives and say, "Yeah, we were kind of boring. We we didn't we didn't really do much." And I, I don't think that that's ever the case. I think every single one of us have a, has a very, very interesting life. You know, the, the thing is that many times when we think about lives and we look about, we think about stories, we think about movies that we watch. And we think about, um, you know, or books that we read, mainly like movies, okay? where you'll see someone's entire life cross through an hour and a half or two hours. And, it, and, and you'll be like, wow, what an interesting life. What an exciting life. What a tragic life. What a, what a journey this person went on. But had you been in that person's shoes, you would realize that there's a lot of gaps in between those those exciting and those tragic and those wonderful journeys that you see um, that you watched in the movie life is extremely boring for even the most adventurous people people say that their life was an adventure every single day sometimes they'll have some nice adventures for several days at a time but at the same time they can have you know several years that it's just dull is really nothing happening. It's depressing. It's down. And I learned this when I started going on the road. Because, like everyone, I always envisioned the glitz and glamour of the music industry. You know? You know, taking a plane, getting in the limo, you know, getting to the hotels, fans in the lobby, going to the show, the crowd, the, the VIP, the backstage guests, the autograph signings, the, the, the in-stores, those are, those are when you are in-stores, uh, when you go to a record store to sign an autograph, and we do in-stores in different places, we do in-stores, we've done them in restaurants, we've done them in hotels, we've done them in record stores, um, you know, and then you have, uh, you know, the interviews, you got radio interviews, you have television interviews, uh, you have dance parties where they're, you know, like, almost like a, 
a Soul Train, like we did one with Susie um, in Canada. Um, you do talk shows, and you look at these things, you know, like, it's very, very, very exciting. Let me tell you something. Even with the stuff that I've done in the, on the road with Susie, the things that I've done that were exciting were spaced pretty, pretty, pretty far. Other than that, in between those times, the times between us getting to the hotel and then doing the show that night or going to the hotel, checking in, and then going to like an in-store, we would have two, three hours of just nothing but downtime. Lonesome. Susie, the, any artist usually want to get some rest. I don't want to go anywhere. You're going to sit in the lobby, in the hotel room, maybe try to get a, a few hours sleep because you know you're going to be up that night um, or you're ironing your clothes, watching TV. It's a lot of downtime. And then me as an agent, when I'm not on the road, <clears throat> my job sits in, I sit in an office and I book people to do events. Now, mind you, most of the time I'm not talking to the artists. Nowadays, maybe 50% of the, the artists I deal with direct. The other 50 have to deal with their managers or maybe a sub-agent, usually a manager. So like if I'm dealing with like a Lisa Lisa, I'll deal with a manager. If I deal with Stevie, um, I normally deal with him direct. If I deal with a Coral, I deal with a manager. If I deal with Judy, I used to deal with a manager. Now I deal direct. If I dealt with... Uh, um, uh, Pretty Poison, I deal with a manager. If I, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Lizette, I usually deal direct. Um, anyone who deals with the cover girls, deal with Lil Susie, deals with um, SAL, they come through me. So, um, so the rest of my time is spent in the office, on the phone, drawing up paperwork, doing negotiations, and basically putting my, my ass on the line each and every time because <clears throat> I stand between the artists and the promoters and both of them are very important to me if I get promoters who don't want to work with me anymore I'm not going to work if I get artists who don't want to work with me anymore that's going to be one less artist that I can offer and that is not good as an agent okay because if, if someone calls me and they say hey I want you know I want this, I want this artist. Let's say Coral. Hey, I want Coral. But let's say me and Coral aren't in good terms, right? I said, well, you know what? I don't have Coral. I don't book him. But I can send you Noel. They'll say, okay, well, let me call you back. And what they'll do is they'll get online and they'll find the other agent who would deal with Coral direct, who doesn't have an issue. They'll contact Coral. And a lot, a lot of times, that's it. I lost that account. Because after that, they're going to stay in touch, that agent and that promoter, and I'm basically out of the picture, and that has happened before. Um, it also reverses, too. See, the difference with me and the difference with other agents is I have exclusive agents. I mean, I have an exclusive artist. There's no way to book the cover girls, no way to book Angel, no way to book Lil Susie, no way to book SAL without me involved. Okay. So, and that gets risky with other agents. See, they don't like that. So what happens is if an agent says, hey, um, somebody calls, let's say they call for the cover girls and they call their agent and the agent says, well, I don't book them. Um, sorry. What's going to happen? They're going to say the same thing. They're going to tell the agent, okay, um, let me call you back. And they're going to go online. They're going to type in the cover girls and they're going to find me. 
that they're gonna call me and what's gonna happen is I'm gonna now establish that relationship. I'm gonna book them who they want and then from that point on I will solicit them other artists that I want to solicit to them. Always the artists that are closest to me will be a solicit. If the promoters are coming to me as an open book, so if they're coming to me and say, well, who do you recommend? If you book the cover girls, my next recommendation is going to be Lil Susie and vice versa. And then from that point on, any other artists that I'm in close contact, which means artists that I've made money with within the last few months, you know? Um, and a lot of times it's because, you know, they're in the forefront of my head. You know, now if a promoter comes to me <coughs> and they say, hey, I want Cynthia, I don't do, I do not. I never go and try to sell one of my personal acts in replace of Cynthia. What I would do is I make sure I fulfill um, that request. That's very important to me to fulfill that request. So I make sure that that promoter gets who they ask for. And then from that point on, I sell them who I, who I want to sell them. So that's very important. I don't, I don't do it with my artists. I don't do it with anybody else. I remember somebody once started, tried to start a rumor uh, with Susie. They try to, you know, they try to rent, throw a wrench in between our, in our relationship, saying that when people would call me for her, I would pitch the cover girls or I would pitch SAL. That was just a cold stone lie. And, uh, but she knew it. Her and I have a, a, a really strong relationship and she knows I don't roll like that, you know? Um, and they looked stupid saying it, so, <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> um, I will never reveal who that person is, but yeah, they were an asshole. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, and I never forget. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty much how that, how that works, you know? Um, yeah, so in between, um, there's a lot of downtime. There's sometimes hours in the airport. Um, sometimes, you know, you get to a club or you get to a venue. And if you're, especially if you're a solo artist, if you're a solo artist, I'm talking about on a venue. So let's say I go and it's just Angel or it's just Susie or even just the cover girls. Um, there's a whole party going on outside. There's a club. It's a club. They're partying, they're dancing, they're drinking, they're having a great time. You know what we're doing for at least the first two hours when we get there? We're in a room in the back, just us. Sometimes that room is a small room if it's a club and it's nothing more than an office. So we're sitting there on a couple of chairs, there's a desk there, maybe a mirror, the girls are doing their hair. And they're, they're coming in, they're bringing us some drinks or whatever we want. Um, but all you hear is the crowd, you hear the music, you hear fun time and you're, you're in this office. And it sounds cool. And no, I do not want to be in a club, but you gotta understand I'm sitting there, we're sitting there, we're listening to basically a party. And yeah, we're gonna go out and we're gonna entertain that party. But once we're done with entertaining the party, if we're doing an autograph session, which nowadays with COVID, we would not. Um, other than that, we, we go, we'll, we'll do some autographs. If not, we get the hell out of there and we're out of there. And we get back in the car and back to the hotel and it's silent again, you know? The only time there's a little activity if people know where we're staying and we might see some fans that are at the hotel. And they're just, they're just fans. They want to get some pictures and autographs before we, we leave, you know, before we go, we go to bed. Or sometimes they'll be there early in the morning trying to catch some of the artists on the way out, you know. So, um, so it's, a, it's, really, it's, really, it's really weird. It's really weird. But I've spent several hours. In, in fact, sometimes we would even get into a show the night before or the day before. They might fly me in 
for a Saturday show, they might fly me in Friday morning. And you know what? We know that Saturday is going to be a draining day. We know we're going to be, our schedule is going to be all screwed up because, you know, sometimes we have to go do a sound check if we have to do any interviews. And then we have to go back and we have to try to find a gap to eat, try to eat. We can't really get too comfortable. Nobody could drink. And we have to go get ready. Girls take a while, get their hair done, do the makeup, do the whole works. Uh, then we get, get picked up. And usually we're not getting picked up until about 11 p.m. So we got all this, these almost two full days of absolutely, of doing all, almost nothing. Almost nothing, you know. And um, it's a weird, weird feeling. I'm grateful. Now, it's, more, it's, it's less weird now <coughs> when I'm on the road with, with um, Angel because it's me and Angel in the room. So we get to chill out. We talk. We're together. We're together. And we have a, we, we're always good together. We always have a good time. So her and I are like best friends. That's, that's my wife. But we're best friends also. So we enjoy being around each other. We prefer to be around each other at all times. Me and Susie, however, do not share a room, of course. So when we get in early, if we get in on a Friday morning and we don't have a show till Saturday night, we'll see each other basically to eat. That's it. So we might order a pizza, go to her room, sit down, we'll watch some TV, eat pizza, and then that's it. I go back to my room. And we don't see each other. You know, we might see each other two times a day until showtime. That's it. And we'll have like a lunch and maybe an early dinner, and then that's it. And a lot of times with her, she likes to, we'll eat at the room. Once in a while, we'll go down to, if it's a nice hotel, we'll go down to the restaurant. And um, <clears throat> But that depends how many people. You know, if we have a, a big a big lineup of artists, um, it gets a little too crazy. And a lot of times, you know, not to be uns- unsocial, um, but sometimes we kind of want to just go down, eat, and then go back up. And yeah, trust me, I love seeing the fellow artists, man. I love, I love seeing them. And um, it's cool when we, um, uh, and we all hook up for a few minutes and just say hi. And then we kind of, everybody's sitting at their own table, you know. One of the things that I do enjoy, I'll tell you one of the things that I, I like is when we do some of the big concerts like the Freestyle Explosion. And we go on more towards the end. So a lot of times you got the cover girls, then you have Lisa, Lisa, Stevie B. That's the closing act, so those three. So by the time we get back to the hotel, um, there's usually artists already in the lobby, some of the early artists, because when we do Freestyle Explosion, there's like eight, nine artists. So a lot of those artists, artists that went on before us, they're in the lobby, everybody's sitting around in their own little groups. Then they have their family and friends that are with them. So it's pretty active. And usually we'll stay. And what we used to do, we always have people that we're cool with when we go to certain cities. And we kind of got out of the habit of bringing people to our room unless they're like really, really close with us, like almost like family um, or family. Then we'll go to the room. But and even even with that, <coughs> a lot of times it's a little more comfortable when we just stay in the lobby. A lot of times so we'll come in from the show and we'll stay in the lobby and we'll order like maybe two, three pizza pies and some sodas and we'll put them on the table. And, and even though. That's a lot for just my crew. We share with everybody in the house, everybody in the lobby. So we'll, we'll wave over some of the other artists, their dancers, their DJs, and even their family members. We're like, take a slice, take a slice. We make sure we have our pie, but we're good like that. We're, we're cool. And we enjoy doing that. It's a, it's a pretty 
cool time. Sometimes we'll sit there and, um, and we'll talk to some of the artists that, that, you know, like we, I have a different relationship with every single artist. Um, I think the last time I sat down, uh, I sat down with uh, New Shoes, John and Valerie. I love them too. Those, um, they're just really mad cool people. Very, very interesting. So whenever we see them, a lot of times if they're sitting at a table, we jump on their table because we, we, we just, we just like them, you know? Um, uh, but um, other than that, you know, um, it's, it's, that's a, a very exciting time, you know, and it's, it's just to be around our peers. And like I said, we know them all. I've worked with every single one. Like, you look at a, um, a Alan Beck uh, Freestyle Explosion concert, some of those big concerts, whether you see it going on in Florida or California or Texas, whatever. You look at those artists, uh, rest assured, I've worked with every single one of those artists on those lineups. So they all know me. I all know them. I know all of them. We've, we've all made money together, quite a bit of it as well, as a, you know, also. <coughs> and, um, you know, so when we get together like that, it's almost like a quick reunion. I'm not one to hang out too long, though. A lot of times, um, I'll go up. I'll, I'll be there for maybe an hour or so. Um, and then Angel will be there with the girls, as long as she's with the girls, and everybody's got her back, so I know she's okay. And I know she's into it. She just wants to chill out, and a lot of times I'll be like, hey, I'm done. I'm going up. And she'll be like, okay, I'll say goodnight to everyone, and I'll go back up to my room, because I want to start packing and take a shower and start to unwind, you know? Plus, I'm, I'm not a drinker, so, you know, sometimes Angel's, you know, we'll order a bottle of wine and we'll put it on the table, just for my girls. I'm not buying wine for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and they'll sit there and they'll, they'll have some drinks or so I'll buy some beers for them and, uh, and I don't drink so um, all I'm going to do now is at that point is start to fall asleep so uh, but those are some of the times you know now with the COVID man you know I, I miss those you know I, I really do honestly honestly I miss my job I really do I miss my job I miss the real job not these little bullshit shows I'm going on in Chicago might do Florida, I have Cali coming up, I have a, we're doing Gay Pride, I think it's, where is it, San Antonio, yeah, San Antonio, Gay Pride, um, and, um, uh, you know, I have those, those coming up, and they, they might change, depending on COVID, I don't know what the dates, the dates might change on this, so we'll see what happens, but, um, <clears throat> um, but I do, I, I miss it, man. And you know what? Maybe maybe it was good that this happened because sometimes you don't know what you have until you lose it. We all say that. You don't know what you have until you lose it. And then you lose it for a year. And then it comes back. And what do you do? How do you appreciate it at that point? So very important. Um, it's very important for me uh, to... Um, Uh, to experience that at this point, you know, I just kind of, my mind kind of swandered for a second because I uh, didn't realize, I, I guess I didn't realize how much I really, really do, you know, miss my job, you know, and like I said, I just did it a couple weeks ago in Chicago, but that's not it, that was a show, that wasn't the job, you know, the job is when we look, I look at my calendar, right now my calendar, besides those dates I tell you, it's completely empty for 20, for 21, for 2021, it was empty for 2020, 
um, I don't normally see my calendar like that. And I have one of these big, huge, I don't know what is these, like three feet by three feet or four feet by three feet um, wall calendars that you can write on with the markers. And um, <coughs> I've never seen it so empty, <laughs> ever, you know? Um, and I want to see this, man. Uh, my prayers right now are that the vaccines go out and that these numbers, these COVID numbers, start to plummet. And that we don't ever see this shit ever again in our lifetime. And that our children and grandchildren, great-grandchildren do not, do not see anything like this ever. I hope, I hope you know, um, society and the medical association and that they get way, way ahead of this, something like this ever happening in the whole world. Because this was horrible. This was horrible and probably unnecessary, you know, and it's scary as hell. So, but I want, I want, I want, I really want things to go back to normal. You know, I, I, I kind of took it for granted a bit in the beginning, you know, when we went, you know, quite a few months, because sometimes I could take, I could take several months off and I'll be fine financially. I'll be able to maintain and we'll be good, but it wasn't even about the money anymore. The money is like when I do these one show offs, these shows, these one off shows, you know, that's for money. But when it's my career, when it's me on the road, um, it's the love and the excitement of just the passion of, of just doing what I do and, and being able to enjoy it with my wife, a, an extra treat, an extra blessing that I have been you know, blessed with to be able to, to live my life and to work with my wife. You know, who's at the top of her game as far as, as, you know, a freestyle celebrity. So it's not like I'm going in there. She goes in there. She gets incredible treatment um, uh, because she's at a great level in her career, you know. So anyway, all right, guys, um, I just want to reach out and tell you thank you. I appreciate you as always. Be safe out there. Um, And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.